What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Rock Your Brand podcast. I'm going to give you a little intro here on what you're about to listen to on today's episode. We are going to be covering in our most recent live stream. It is our three pillars to creating the ultimate traffic and sales platform that you 100% own and control. This here is for my e-commerce peeps out there. Any Amazon sellers, any Shopify sellers, any eBay, Etsy, Walmart, any channel dependent businesses, if that is you, if you're listening, you want to listen to this episode because I'm going to break down the three pillars that will help you build this right here, a platform. We all know that you can have a great product, but if you don't have traffic, it's kind of hard to sell it. If you want to get more eyeballs on your stuff, you can try to do it on the platform that you're on, but then you're also dependent on that channel. Uh, We want to diversify our channels. I recently had a uh, coaching call and uh, was going over her business, and she has a nice little business that's doing pretty well on Amazon, but very, very uh, dependent on Amazon and wants to build her own platform. So we broke it down. We went into these three pillars And what I'm about to share with you is a live stream that we did inside of the Rock Your Brand group where we aired this and we went over it uh, on a live stream. So that's what I'm going to be sharing with you here today. Now, if you are listening to this and you want to be part of our live streams, which we're doing those on Wednesdays. So today, if you're listening to this on the day it comes out, it's on a Wednesday, but these are recorded, they're live, but then they're recorded and then I publish them here because these are somewhat of a hybrid. It's where we're going to be doing live streams in the group, but we're also going to be then airing them here. So if you hear me talking about comment down below or, uh, you know, hey, let me know, you know, where you're tuning in from, any of that stuff, that's just because I'm on the live stream. But uh, you can always head on over there and join us or you can listen to or watch any of the past ones that we've done. All right, so if you wanna do that, head on over to brandcreators.com forward slash group. Again, that's brandcreators.com forward slash group. All right. So with that all being said, let's get to it. What do you say? Let's do this. All right, guys, we are officially live and I am fired up because, well, we are going to be talking about something that is super important, especially for e-commerce businesses. If you are selling a physical product, a digital product, If you are making transactions online right now, you are going to want to watch this because this is something that a lot of e-commerce sellers are missing. Now, if you're watching this and you're not an e-commerce seller, this is still going to be very beneficial to you because I literally just had this conversation with uh, one of our uh, private students, our clients that we are working with, and I went over this exact process that I'm going to share with you here because she's selling a product, pretty good product, by the way, and it's doing pretty well, but doesn't have these other components and she's relying on one channel, okay, one channel. What I want to help you with and what we help our students with, with our clients with is really building out a platform, all right, building out a platform. And what does that mean? We're going to talk about all of that stuff. I actually got some notes that I'm going to pull up to kind of keep me on track here, but you're in the right place. If you are looking to build your own platform, have your own channels, traffic channels, sales channels, all of that stuff, 
So do me a favor. While we are kicking this baby off, if you are here live, if you're attending it live, type live in the comments. If you are attending the replay after the fact, type replay. I'm just curious. I want to see how many people are here live with me and how many people are watching the replay later. Just do that for me. Uh, The other thing I want you to do is, and you're going to see, this is going to be interactive. This is how we're going to roll here inside of the Rock Your Brand group. I want you to tell me right now, are you currently, currently right now, are you or do you have your own website? Do you currently right now have your own website? Just write website in the comments. Just drop it in the comments. If you are, if you do have a, a website, the next question I have is, are you creating content for that site? All right. And so then if you are got website, then type in content. This way here, I can kind of get a feel of where you guys are and, uh, and to see how many of you are actually building out uh, their, their content that's going on their, on their website. Because that's what we're going to be talking about. But there's three pillars, three pillars that we're going to be uh, really digging into. All right. And by the end of this, my goal for you is to understand what these three pillars are, how they work inside of a platform that you're going to own, and then also how to give you somewhat of an unfair advantage against all of these other e-commerce sellers out there that are not doing this or for people that are building this to then eventually sell their own products uh, because it works either way. If you're, if you're already selling right now uh, and you don't have your own platform, you need one of these, okay? If you are uh, wanting to do that, maybe, maybe you're just building this because you want to follow the six-figure website method that we teach and you want to just build this thing that gets traffic and then you want to turn on an ad network. Nothing wrong with that, by the way. Um, but then you might say, you know what? I'm going to start maybe selling my own products. I might do print on demand. I might do digital products. I might do physical products. The options are endless when you get to that point. But no matter if you're just starting, you should always be building your own platform and thinking along those lines. If you are already up and running and selling, you need one of these. All right. So Chris, how is it going in the comments? Is everybody everybody rocking and rolling here? I mean, this is the rock your brand. So uh, we should be rocking and rolling. So uh, why don't you let me know how things are going over there and uh, give me a feel, give me a vibe. How are things going, man? Man, everything, everything is rocking and rolling and we're getting ready to rock our brands. It looks like we got a bunch of people on live with us. You asked, Scott, for anybody who's on live with us to type live in the comments if you guys are watching this on a replay, just so we know where you guys are getting this content, type replay down below. And I'm seeing a bunch of comments come in, which I love to see because I love when we have people on live with us. And man, for me, this this thing we're talking about, what we're talking about today really is the key. And we actually had somebody in the group ask about how to use this strategy to combat like an Amazon or an Etsy or somebody like that literally an hour before we went to jump on this live. We didn't plan it that way. It just so happened to work out. And if that's where you are, if you're in an e-com business and you're trying to figure out how you can shore up that business, how how you're not going to be channel dependent, how you can actually compete with Amazon or Etsy or eBay or any of these other giants, this is something you need to be watching today. We're going to give you the whole outline, the entire strategy that we use to do exactly that. And the the beautiful part about this strategy is that it works not just for those people, but you can take this same thing, even if you're not already an established e-commerce brand, and you can use this to create your own platform before you get to that point, right? So before you're selling on Amazon, before you're selling on Etsy, 
even if you never want to do that, you can use this same strategy. And then, like we said last week, change out that monetization thing on the back end to do whatever kind of business you want to do. So I'm, I'm pumped. I'm glad we're here. And I love being on live with you and all the lovely people that are on with us. And yes, if you're watching this on a replay, I love you as well. If you want tips and strategies on how to start, grow, and monetize your business online, check out the Digital Revolution podcast with Eli Adams. We interview digital experts from around the world that share their personal stories. They talk about what they're currently working on and where they see the future going. But most importantly, they share tactics in their specific area of expertise with the hope of helping you improve your digital presence online. You can listen to the Digital Revolution podcast on YouTube, Spotify, Apple, iHeartRadio, or simply click on the link in the show notes below. <laughs> All right, cool. So uh, we are going to, uh, we're going to dig in here, uh, but I did want to, uh, again, once again, say uh, if you are whether you're an e-commerce seller or want to be an e-commerce seller, or maybe you don't, but you want to build your own platform because you want to sell other types of products, or maybe you want to do affiliate products or any of that stuff. This is definitely going to be something that will help you and benefit you. The other thing is we're going to answer some questions at the end. We're going to leave about 10, uh, 15 minutes uh, to answer some questions. So if you do have any questions, you can drop them in there. And then we're also going to talk a little bit about uh, if you would like our help, uh, how we can do that. We actually are going to be now doing more of a done with you uh, where we're going to actually help you implement this. Uh, but again, I'll talk about that later. So let's dig in. I'm going to share my little Google doc here that I played with here this morning. Uh, so that way there, I could be prepared. So uh, let's just, let's talk about this. There are three pillars, all right, to creating what I call the ultimate traffic and sales platform that you 100% own and control. If you are watching this right now, whether you're on live or the replay, doesn't matter. Have you ever felt channel dependent? If you've ever been selling on just Amazon or maybe you currently are, put in the comments, yes. Just type in there, yes, that you've felt that, all right? I'll tell you one thing, okay? I've been at this a long time and the Amazon sellers out there, I've been one of them. Uh, and uh, when you are really just putting all your effort and your time into that platform, it's a great platform, don't get me wrong. But when everything is there, and you're hoping that you don't get a listing suspended or your account suspended or any of that stuff and you lose traffic, that's very, very risky and very scary. Uh, so I'm just curious, do I have any of you on right now that uh, feel like that or have felt like that and might lie awake at night wondering, uh, are they going to turn my uh, my account off? I actually had someone, a good friend of mine who was selling on Etsy and they they shut his account down overnight, like literally overnight. So it can happen, all right? Um, but when you have your own website, you have some of the things we're going to be talking about here, we make it a lot less risky, and we also now control that traffic flow, which we want to do, all right? So let's get into it. Uh, like I said, who is this Who is this really for? Ecom, this is definitely for you. And Chris and I have talked about this. Like, we really feel like we can help e-commerce sellers. I, like I said, I just got off a call yesterday and uh, was was going through a coaching call. And, um, and she's just a great fit for, you know, the people that we help because, uh, she has a product it's doing pretty well. Okay. But the risk is she doesn't have her website. She has a website. I take that back. She has a website with like two pages on it, right? Not getting any traffic, uh, but it is there. Okay. So I can say I have a website, but not getting the traffic 
not doing anything externally to get any additional traffic and not you know doing anything to where she could sell her own products if she wants to on her own website. But e-commerce businesses, if you are an e-com business, and that basically means if you're selling a product online, you're an e-com business, all right? If you're currently already doing that. The other person that this is really for is someone that wants to just build what we call a niche property. And that's kind of like a piece of digital real estate where you can build this thing out, okay, without the intentions of ever monetizing it with your own physical products. And then later, if you want to, you could, but you could just build it, get traffic, turn on affiliate products, turn on an ad network and call it a day and just collect that rent check. Totally can do that too. All right. The cool thing is, is when you get the traffic, things open up, things become easier and you're less dependent on a channel. All right. And the main reason, the main reason why you need it, there's a bunch of reasons, but the main reason why you need one is because you want to control the traffic. You want not to be reliant on a platform like Amazon, Etsy, eBay, Walmart, any of them right now. It's good to plug into those. Those are channels, but we don't want to depend on those. All right. So that's the big reason. There's a whole bunch of other reasons. I'll get into some benefits of like why we want this and how it will benefit you. But the big, big reason is because you want to own and control that traffic that you that you have, right? That you have the ability to put something in front of those people. I mean, imagine this for a second. Think about this for a second. Let's say, and I'm not going to throw big numbers at you like, oh, get you know 2,000 people a day. Um, I mean, we have some sites right now that are getting 2,000 visitors per day, every single day. Um, but imagine, imagine you have a site that's only getting 200 visitors a day, just 200, not that many. And uh, to you though, what would that be like? If you were able to get those 200 people to see your physical product or your digital product, your Etsy products, like whatever you're selling, what would that be like to be able to do that? I mean, you literally have your website and then you just put a pop-up banner on there and you run it for a week and say, I'm having a week-long special every day, 200 people, 200 people that you're not paying for, right? Put in the put in the comments if that sounds like something that would be cool to you. Just put in there, put, put in the comments, I, if that sounds really cool. I just kind of, again, I want, I want this to be interactive. I want you guys to, you know, be in the same room with us right now so I can kind of say, hey, if I'm, you know, Say I if you if you agree with that or if you need that. So that's the big one, okay? We want to be able to control that. I wanted to share the story, though, real quick here on what I call the e-com hidden revenue uh, that we discovered, $100,000 actually plus. It's more than that. And uh, let me just share that story. So when Chris and I, and we had a partner that was inside of a physical product brand that we started, we started it with selling on Amazon. Okay, like we all do. Now we had a product, but we didn't even develop it yet. We were having it developed. And in the meantime, we were just building a website, putting some content up there, not really knowing what we were doing. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just keep doing this while we're waiting for the product to come in. We're going to then build an email list. So we built a little email list of like 4,000, 5,000 people. And, you know, while we're waiting for the product, we got to be doing some things, but no idea, had no idea what it would turn into. All right. And so we did that. We got our product in, we launched it through our email list and stuff. And we did really well with that. And then over about the next year and a half, we started to notice that the, the website was starting to get a significant amount of traffic. All right. And that site, when we sold that business was getting about 150,000 to 200,000 visitors per month. Okay. And so what that ended up doing for us is it allowed us to sell more of our products we also made affiliate sales. We had a digital product that we created, okay? 
But the big one, and this was a big one, and this was a big mistake on my part because I wasn't listening to my partner at the time, and that was turning on an ad network, right? And uh, an ad network, if you guys don't know what that is, it's a um, it's a uh, network of uh, advertisers that uh, will allow you to put, or we allow them to put their ads on our website, and then they pay us per visit, okay? It's per impression, okay? And so my first thought was, and you might think this too, I don't want to put ads of other people's stuff on my site because it will take people away from my site. I thought that for about a year and a half. That there cost me probably $50,000, $60,000 because I wasn't running ads. Because in reality, the content that we're bringing over for people, it's not necessarily there to always just buy my product. That's another mistake a lot of e-commerce sellers make. They're like, I want to create content, but I want to sell my product. I want to sell my product. No, we want to get the attention of the market, bring them over, maybe sell our stuff, right? Maybe build our email list, but not necessarily always just about sell my product, right? There's only so much you're going to do to talk about your product. We can talk about the niche. We can talk about the things that happen in that market, but not necessarily just sell, sell, sell. But I was thinking the same thing. So if you've thought that, who here, if you have a product right now and you built a website up and you were getting a thousand visits a day, would you put ads on it or would you not? Say um, ads, if you would. Just type in ads in the comments if you, would put, if you would put ads on your website. And you might say, no, I don't know if I would. What if I told you that you can make an extra $1,000 per month without selling any more of your product, without doing anything? Literally, not doing anything. We were making anywhere from uh, $2,500 all the way up to, I think our best month was like six grand after I said, well, let's try it for a month. And I was blown away. So that was a big one. Now, I'm not saying that you have to do that, but you have the option to do that. If you get traffic, you have this little revenue stream right in the background that if you want to turn that thing on, you're probably going to make some extra money, okay? The other thing that this did for us, and this is where the $100,000 comes in, is because we were doing pretty well with those ads, when you sell your business, you get a multiple on your overall net profit. Well, that was pretty much all profit, okay? It was just coming in, no, no products were sold, nothing, just impressions on our website. And so if you do the math, we were doing over $30,000 a year in ad revenue. We times that by about three and a half, you're over $100,000, okay? And that's about what your multiple is going to be. It's going to vary. But that's $100,000 extra we got for the business because of the ads and all of the money that we made every single month while the ads were running, okay? So that's a big one. So that's why I wanted to share that with you and also be very uh, transparent with you that, yes, I also thought, you know what, I don't know if I want to do this because it's going to take people away. And we really didn't see a drop in sales. We still were building our email list of 40, 50 email subscribers a day. Um, didn't really hurt us, right? So anyway, I just kind of wanted to throw that out there. Chris, did you want to well, Scott, yeah, I had I had two things. I'm over here furiously taking notes. I don't know if you saw me throw my keyboard across the room so I could put my notebook in front of me, but there's a couple things. So you, you, you touched on like not being dependent on these platforms. What makes these platforms powerful, Amazon, Etsy, whatever, is not that they have products. That's part of it. But what, what do the products bring them? The products bring them traffic. And so if we can master owning traffic, however we want to monetize, whether it's with e-commerce or whether it's just with adding on ads to monetize that traffic, we can do that and we can become right. our own platform. And that's something. The other thing you said, Scott, is yes, we added this $100,000 to the business. Well, more than that. But we also, because we now own that traffic, we also are able to increase sales, right? So 
I don't want people to get confused and think they have to pick one or the other. If we're only getting, and you threw out a number a couple of minutes ago, 200 extra people per, or per day, right? So we don't have to get to the 2,000 traffic mark or the, the 15,000 a day traffic mark. If we're only getting 200 people per day and we're doing even a mediocre job on an e-commerce site of converting those people, that's an extra five to six sales of our product every single day, just based on average conversion rates, right? Being the most average brand, which none of you guys are, right? You're all here, you're learning, you're trying to be better. You're gonna see an extra five to six sales per day, every day, based on those rates. Plus, if you have the ads on there, then you're also adding this six figures on the back end, right? And so to me, the real key here is understanding the traffic side of this and not having to worry about how we're gonna monetize it. Because whatever we're doing, if we have those 200, 300, 2,000, 5,000 people per day coming to the site, we yeah. can become our own platform. And whatever monetization strategy we're using on the back end of that is just going to amplify that for us. Does that make sense? Yeah, it, to totally. And I'm glad that you brought that up because the other thing that I want to just kind of highlight here and brought, bring a little bit more attention to is when people are building this, and I actually, this was the conversation I had with, uh, you know, like I said, the other day I was on a coaching call and it was like, what's the ultimate goal for you? I asked her and she said, well, we eventually want to sell it. I go, you need the channels that you control. You need your website because when an investor buys this, yes, there are people buying FBA businesses only. They are, but anyone that is selling uh, sites right now, brokerages, quiet light brokerage, motion invest, any of those, they're going to base their decision. Also the investor, your multiple is going to increase when you have more diversive uh, diversification on traffic and on revenue. Okay. So when that happens, I mean, if you just, if you just increased your multiple just a little bit, it's going to be significant. All right. So even though right now you might be at the beginning stages or you're only thinking of, I just want to drive more sales to the business. That's good. But also think a little bit long-term that you also add more to the uh, bottom line when you go to sell it, if you sell that piece of property. All right. That, that business, uh, because it comes with a platform built in. All right. All right. So let's, let's keep rolling here. Is it guys, are you, are you guys getting value from this? Just let me know in the comments. If you're getting value, type value in the comments for me. So I know that you guys are with me and uh, we can keep rocking and rolling here. Again, I want these lives to be really interactive. I want you guys to be here. We're here showing up because we believe in this and we want to help you. Uh, and we just want to show you exactly our thought process and kind of like why we are going all in on building out these types of platforms. Okay. Um, so, all right, let's, uh, let's get rocking and rolling here. So the other thing is, this is a big one is I want to go over the benefits. All right. There's a lot of benefits. These are seven, but there's probably more. All right. And I just want to touch on each of these just so you guys can understand the power in this. All right. So number one, free traffic daily, like daily, like Chris said, it's like, imagine having a storefront and I tell you, I'm going to get 200 people to come over to your store, even though they might not be there looking for one specific thing. Let's say that you're a bass fisherman. I always use that example because it's very easy to relate to. And let's say that I have a bass fishing shop, right? Well, what if I had a workshop where people could learn how to catch more bass in my store? Well, I advertise that. Maybe I put flyers out and stuff and I get people in my store. Well, guess what? People that are in the store that are interested in catching more bass might want to buy some of my lures. They might want to buy a fishing rod. They might want to, you know, enter the tournament for the weekend that I get paid through or whatever, right? You understand what I'm saying. 
We want to get people to raise their hand and come into our platform or into our website that we control. Okay. It's the same thing as if you had a storefront. Okay. So just imagine that. Now, the second thing is, and we don't really touch too much on this, but we are going to start doing it more because I do believe this is another critical component. If you are an e-commerce seller, if you currently are not building an email list, you probably will want to eventually. It doesn't mean it has to be your first thing. We always say you build your platform first and then start to build out those channels. And one of those channels would be email. I'm not going to go too deep into this right now, but when you have your own traffic, those 200 people that are coming in or 500 or a thousand, and you say, Hey, uh, you want a, uh, you know, a free guide on how to catch more bass. Yeah. Just give us your email address and we'll send it to you. Like it's literally, that's it. Now, again, we have another way to communicate with these people, whether they come to our website today or not, and we can always redirect them back to our website. So email is big. The other thing it's big for is doing like little flash sales or promos, things like that. If you do, if you're listening to this and you do have an email list and you, uh, and, and it's a, of customers, uh, man, we really need to talk because you could leverage that. We could probably, uh, we could probably get some cash in the business relatively quickly. Um, if you currently already have an email list, I mean, sometimes I, I look at that and I'm like, it's so easy, but so many people aren't doing it. I say easy when you know what you're doing. All right. So building the email list is big. Another thing guys in the comments, are you currently right now building an email list? Just curious, just drop it in, uh, in the comments, just say email list. Um, if you are. Um, all right. So, uh, let's see here. So selling products directly. Now, again, we're talking about products. It doesn't have to be physical products. It doesn't have to be digital products. It doesn't have to be, uh, you know, an affiliate product. It could be all, it could be one, it could be, you know, whatever you want to do. Okay. That's the beautiful thing of it. The other thing that we really didn't talk about here, and I'm just going to kind of put this in there underneath three, we'll call this three a, uh, because I didn't think of it earlier. But there's opportunities also to reach out to someone that does have their own products. And if it aligns, you could work out a partnership with that person or you can do a sponsorship with that person. Um, my daughter, uh, who has a blog that she has been building for now about three and a half years, does about three to $4,000 a month, pretty much on autopilot. Uh, and, uh, and so she did a sponsorship, re uh, a sponsorship recently. And uh, I, think, I think she charged about 1,500 bucks. So she got paid $1,500 to basically write a post for that, for that business. And, um, and then she also agreed to send out three emails, I believe it was. And then she also posted over on her Pinterest, which is again, another channel. That's it. 1500 bucks. Okay. So that's the, that's the other opportunity that you have. You want to do some outreach because again, you have what they want traffic. All right. So that's the big thing, but you can sell products directly. I just wanted to touch on that. That's a big one, obviously, because it's your platform. Um, and we can get, uh, less dependent on these other channels. Not saying we want to run from these other channels, run with those channels as long as you can and keep running them. Right. But let's, let's sure up the business a little bit. Let's build out these other, these other channels. The other thing is, is launching new products way easier when you have your own traffic. Okay. Way easier. Cause now we can, like I said, we can put a pop-up on our website or we can put a slide in, uh, we can get it in front of people immediately. All right. If we have an email list, Again, we send out emails, we start getting people ready for it, and uh, then we announce it, and then we sell it. Totally um, something that you can do so you can launch new products. You could also get product ideas, but we're not going to get into all of that stuff, but it's really, really great for launching new products. The other thing is, like I said a little bit earlier, is selling affiliate products. So even if you don't want to have your own physical products because you don't want the inventory, you don't want the, the logistics and all of that stuff, 
Now, you can do affiliate products. There's a lot of affiliate programs and not just Amazon associate stuff. Like that's, that's peanuts. There's, there's uh, different uh, affiliate programs out there that'll pay 10%, 20%, as much as 50%. Um, so there's a lot of opportunity there. And then the other thing is in display ads. Like I said, a lot of people aren't talking about this, especially in the e-commerce world. But man, if you're getting some good traffic, you might want to just turn them on for a month and see what happens. You might, you might be blown away because you can just turn it off. It's literally getting it set up is not hard. A lot of times the media uh, company, the, the ad network, they'll actually help set it up. And then you can even say, I only want this certain, uh, you know, amount of ads on my site. I don't want to have, you know, this thing plastered. I only want a few. I only want them to be sporadic. Totally fine. Right. But why not? If you have the traffic, see if that can turn into another revenue stream. And then the last thing is, is increasing the value of the business. Okay. Because it is going to be worth more when you are showing that you're making more. Okay. Because you have different revenue uh, uh, channels and, and sources that you're using that for. And then the other thing is, is it increases it because you reduce the risk. And that's a big one. When you reduce the risk, meaning if you're dependent on just Etsy, eBay, Amazon, if you're just dependent on those channels, that is risky to an investor. The minute I say, hey, listen, like when we sold our business, we're like, we've got 150,000 to 200,000 visitors every single month, like clockwork, like clockwork. We have an email list of 30,000 people another channel. We have a Pinterest account, another channel, all of these things. It's like, wow. Okay. There's a lot here, right? I, there's a lot more to build on too. I've got more platforms that are already established that I could build on that. I could build out. Right. Cause a lot of times when you sell a business, it's kind of like you're either burnt out with it and you're just like, all right, I just want to offload it. I mean, I know we could have did better um, than we did, but we did pretty good, you know, but there's always room for, for growth when a new investor comes in. If you show them the opportunities, and that's another way to increase the value of the business. Chris, anything you want to drop there before we roll on to the three pillars? Because we're going to get into those three pillars. Like I said, guys, like I promised, those three pillars are coming. Yeah, for, for me, all of these roll into number seven here, increasing the value of the business. And Scott, you touched on this, but I think this is something we need to, to really try to hammer home for people is when we are platform dependent, when we're plat when we're dependent on an Amazon or an Etsy, or if we're channel dependent, right? If we only are getting traffic from Pinterest, if we only are getting traffic from Google ads, if we're only getting traffic from the new hot thing on the market, TikTok ads, right? That can go away. But if we own our own platform, all of those channels, right? Pinterest, organic search, email list, all of those things filter back. So if one goes away, we've now, what you just said a minute ago, mitigated the risk of, owning an Amazon business, right? And owning an Amazon business is something you and I have been harping against since probably 2016, right? Amazon is great. Amazon has their platform. They have their traffic built into that. And it's nice to have it as a sales channel, but it can go away overnight. And if we can build our own platform, we're getting that number one, that free traffic daily. We're then able to create immediately a second traffic channel by building out the email list. And that enables us to do three through six, right? We can choose to sell our own products. We can choose to have affiliate relationships. We can choose to sell ads. We can choose to do a combination or all of the above, right? And all of those things factor together to increase the value of your business over time because we're removing the, the weak point in the business, which is being dependent on a single channel or dependent on another platform like an Amazon or an Etsy, which can just go away overnight. If you sneeze the wrong way on a phone call with Amazon, they can shut your account down, <laughs> right? And so we we want to remove where uh, it, sound, it doesn't sound sexy to say risk mitigation, right? Nobody likes to hear the phrase risk mitigation, but that's really what we're doing. And in doing that, 
we increase the value of the business, which at the end of the day is what we want to do anyway. So right. these seven things and having our own platform, I think it's kind of a circular list because if we're getting traffic, then we're increasing the value of the business. If we increase the value of the business, then we can try to go get more traffic from other channels, right? But at the end of the day, if we're doing these seven things because we have our own platform, our business is going to be worth more. We're going to sleep better at night, which I think is a big thing for a lot of e-commerce sellers. And we're going to be a lot more stable at the end of the day. Money is all around us, and we think about it more than almost every other aspect of our lives. But how can we make more of it, and what's our drive for building wealth beyond just the numbers in our bank account? Join us on the Make More podcast as our host, Matt Heslin, brings to you a dynamic lineup of experts in the world of investing, business, health, and beyond. Together, they unpack the secrets to not just surviving, but thriving in today's economy. It's about more than just wealth. It's about crafting life experiences, seizing opportunities, and building a legacy. Subscribe now to the Make More with Matt Heslin podcast and join us every week for new expert insights and inspiration. Yeah. Guys, do, do me a favor. Uh, in the comments, let us know if this is something that you think that you need and want and you agree with it, just write platform. Put platform in the comments. Um, that way there, I can see how many of you are like, yeah, you know what, Scott? I think I do need a platform. And I just also want to say this before we move into these three pillars is no matter where you are, you can start one of these, right? If you're starting from scratch and you think you want to build or you want to you want to do a product, you want to launch a product, you can do them side by side, but you can start this because growing your own platform and building it and all that stuff is going to take some time right? But once you build it and it's up and running, literally you can get that thing moving and growing like less than two hours a week. All right. I mean, I literally spend less than two hours a week managing five different, uh, of these sites. Okay. So is that, is that two hours total? Total. Total. Right. And so, I mean, I'm, I'm leveraging a lot. And, and again, that's, that's what we teach. That's what we, you know, share, you know, with our, our, our clients and our students, right? Like that's what we do. But it doesn't have to be you doing everything. And if you're running an e-commerce business, you've got enough stuff to do as it is. But once you get the system in place and the processes in place, you can offload a lot of, a lot of that stuff. Um, so just platform, if you guys are, are digging this and if you guys think that, yeah, you know what? I think platform makes a lot of sense uh, because, I mean, I personally think it is. But, I mean, hey, maybe you just want to launch a product. And I'm okay with that. But you better be thinking about the market that you're that you're going after, which I'm going to get into here in uh, in pillar number one here. Um, you know what, Chris? I'm going to take a little commercial break right now. You know what I mean? I'm just going to take a little commercial break, guys. There's nothing I'm selling here right now, by the way. Um, so I, I mentioned that in my email er earlier. And when you're in this group, you're going to notice we're not selling anything. What I am doing though is we do want to work uh, with closely with either e-commerce sellers or people that are wanting to get one of these started, wants to build their own platform. So we are rolling out a done with you program and, uh, we want to work with a handful of e-commerce sellers and just business owners. Um, if you would like our help with this, just type help in the comments, just help. And what that will do is that'll let us know. And then we'll reach out to you, either myself or Chris, and, uh, we'll reach out to you. And uh, we could potentially set up a 15-minute planning call where we can kind of take a look, we do a little audit of what you currently have, and then we can say, hey, I think this thing will work for you. Or you know what? 
you might want to go back to the drawing board. You know, we'll let you know. All right. So if you're interested, if you want to maybe work with us in the future and we can kind of give you what those details look like, um, just go ahead and drop help in the comments and, um, and we can reach out to you. All right. So there you go. All right. Back to this regular scheduled show. All right. So, uh, so here we go. So let me go ahead and scroll down a little bit here and we're going to get right into them. All right. So here's what we got guys. All right. There's three different things that we are going to be building this on. Okay. Now there's other nuances to it, but these are the main three pillars that it's going to make this work. The first one is very, very, very important. And that is choosing your niche. Now, if you are, and I just ran into this the other day when I was on that same call is where she didn't really know who her pro or who her niche was because her product was being sold to a few different niches. We were able to find about three closely related niches because that's the other cool thing is, is you don't have to target one specific always. You can always you know, go a little bit wider. So if, again, if I'm into bass fishing, I might also be into deep sea fishing. I might be into, uh, you know, other types of fishing, right? Um, so those different things, but we do have to get specific, right? We do have to get clarity on who is our ideal customer, because if we are trying to sell something, or if we want to make money from the traffic, we need to know that this niche that we're going after is related to who uh, you know, we are trying to sell to or who we are trying to target. So that's like one of the first critical, critical steps. That's actually what we do. We actually work with our clients, with our students to get clarity. Like this is the first thing. And this is where people get hung up the most, all right, is getting clarity. So I would encourage you that if you do not right now have clarity on who your niche is, okay, or what it is, um, you need to do that, right? And a simple way of doing that is just start getting familiar with who your buyers are or who they are potentially are. Now, if you aren't selling a product yet, but you know that you might want to go after a certain market, then start figuring out who the market is. Okay. Who is that niche? Um, I actually got off one of our uh, strategy calls the other day with a gentleman and in his head, he's thinking, I got to find the product before I can, before I can build one of these. And I actually think about it the opposite. I want to find the market and then find out what products the market is buying, right? If I just want to find one product, right? The old days, go to Amazon, you know, use a tool like Jungle Scout, find a hot selling product and then sell that product. Great. Problem is then you get hijackers coming in. You got these other people coming in, trying to undercut you and all of this craziness that happens on Amazon. And then you're like, now I got to roll out another product. And I don't know if there's another product in this market that's selling well. So now I got to go to another niche, right? No, we want to find the niche first, build out uh, our platform, and then start learning what that market is going to buy. And we can do that by just putting out content and seeing if it's, you know, getting the traffic that we want. So there's a lot of different ways we can do it. But I so, don't... Scott, yeah. is, is there a way for somebody to know, like... I you and I know the difference between a product and a niche, but is there is there a quick way for somebody to know if they have a niche or if they just have a, a product? Is there, yeah, I, 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 I don't mean to put you on the spot, but that's that's what's popping nah, in. No, I mean, that's fine. Uh, I mean, my first thing is always, okay, who is buying the product, right? And one simple way, if you are selling on Amazon, is look at your reviews and see what people are using it for. Because a lot of times you won't know, but they'll be like, oh, I just bought this and I'm using it for X, and then you'll see that come up a bunch and a bunch and a bunch. And then all of a sudden you're like, wow, 
it's being used for this thing. Well, this thing happens to be a niche. Maybe it's a hobby niche that you're into and someone's buying this because they're using it for their knitting or something, right? And then you would then go, okay, maybe knitting. Maybe I focus this product around knitting. Then what happens also is when you're more specific to that niche, your product now is more aligned with them because now you can start messaging and start creating content around what those people are looking for. And that's a big one. That's a big little gold nugget there, right? Find out what people or why people are buying it or who's buying it and then see if that's actually a niche because that's very, very important that we do that. So in the beginning, we want to find and narrow down the niche that has traffic and has uh, you can monetize it. It's got the potential to be monetized. All right. So that's it. We got to find out what that niche is going to be. And again, we don't have time here today to get into all the specifics uh, as far as like, okay, how do you do that? You know, how do you validate it? The biggest thing you want to do though, is you want to start asking yourself who is buying this product, right? And try to get clarity on that. Maybe do some research and just dig a little bit deeper inside of the reviews that are being posted. Even if it's not your product, look at a product that you're thinking about, you know, going with. And then from there, you can get some clarity. But I'm really speaking to the people right now that are, if you're already selling a product and you're like, is this, am I just selling a widget or is this for a market? Start looking at your reviews, your competitors reviews and see what people are, are buying it for. And then see if that leads you over to um, the niche itself. All right. So your, your niche isn't the product that you're selling. It's how it's being used. Right. And the example, the, the example that just popped into my head is Scott, you've seen the new sinks, right? Where they have like the stupid little plastic tops on top of the metal things to open, actually open the water. Sure. Right. I have one of those in my kitchen and it is the bane of my existence because the top keeps coming off of the hot water side. Right. It's, it's got a little clip that holds it in place, whatever. Right. I ended up buying some super glue to use it to keep the stupid thing in place. Now, I know that if I ever have a problem with that, it's going to be a pain in the butt to get the top off, but I'm not that worried about it, right? I'd rather have it be that way than having it come off in my hand. Sure. If the person that sold me that super glue, yes, they're selling super glue, but if 90% of the people that are buying it are saying, hey, I'm using this to fix stuff in my kitchen, well, maybe you're not in the super glue business. You're in the plumbing supply industry right? You're in the plumbing niche or you're in the kitchen niche or whatever, right? And so we have to, if if we're in that place, right, where we don't know what niche we're in and we already have something that's established, we have to think about who's using it and how it's being used. And that will show us what niche we're actually in. Does that make sense? Yeah. And one other little thing here before we move on, right? And this actually happened again on this, on this call I was on the other day is, and I'm just going to use an example. Let's say that you are selling a bark right? Like literally, like, let's just say that you're selling bark or mulch, right? You're selling that stuff. And then you're looking through who your buyers are and you're like, wow, someone is using it for planting something and other people are using it for, uh, you know, different things around to make the yard look nicer. Right. But someone else is using it. a lot of your buyers are buying this certain mulch because it's a cedar mulch and they're using it for a certain plant. You're like, wait a minute here. I think that's my, my niche right there. I'm selling to someone that's growing these certain plants and they're using my mulch for that. So now I'm going to start creating my messaging to be for those people. And now you're going to see your sales are going to probably even increase more. And you can start now developing content for that niche. So just a different example, but that's very similar to, to what she has a very, uh, a very basic bland product like that, but it's using for specific uh, niche, actually a few. And we narrowed it down to two of them that are more for her 
or her product that are buying it more. So that's where we're going to drill into. Okay. So again, let's move on, but that's what you guys got to do. Like, so niche being specific on that, uh, definitely, definitely something that you're going to want to spend some time on. All right. The second thing is, is creating magnetic content. Okay. This is where, again, people are only looking at, I sell something, this product. I want to create uh, content. That's only talking about the product, the features, the benefits. Great. You might, you might be able to produce five different, five different uh, posts for that. You're going to run out of stuff to do for that. I don't care about just it being the product. I just want to get in front of people that are in that niche, right? So again, if it was in the gardening for or the planting of a certain plant, right? Let's say it was palm trees. Let's just say it was palm trees. I'm looking outside my window. I can see my palm tree. That's why I'm saying palm trees. But let's just say that there's a certain mulch that specifically works really good with palm trees. And I find out I sell, I sell mulch. So I'm like, I'm going to just go ahead and start creating a lot of content about people that are growing palms, right? And different types of palms. Can you grow a palm tree in South Carolina? Can you grow a palm tree in and fill in the blanks, right? Um, what's the best fertilizer for a palm tree? Can uh, uh, palm trees grow in, uh, you know, or what, what's, what temperature does it have to be to have a palm tree? Like basic questions, but guess what? These people are palm tree owners are going to be. They're going to want to probably buy mulch. And if not, they're going to buy other things that I can be an affiliate for, right? So that's just an example. Right. That's how you would then figure out how do I create content that attracts that person that potentially could buy my product. All right. So that's magnetic content. It's really, really important that you think about that. We're just putting out these different pieces that's going to lead people back, kind of like breadcrumbs. We're leading them back to uh, our platform. Okay. And then that our platform is basically our website, which then has these separate channels that are being brought into that. And a piece of content is a micro channel that's bringing someone back to your website. Chris, anything you want to speak on that? Yeah, I think I think this is this is the place I see both even even our students to some extent, but mostly people just that we talk to about this concept. This is where they make the mistake, right? If they have a they have a product, we're like, okay, you need to figure out your niche, right? And once you've done that, then you create the content. And everybody seems to get stuck, Scott, especially in the e-commerce world on the I'm going to create content that is magnetic for people who are ready to buy right now, right? I love my 20% conversion rate that I'm getting on Amazon and everybody that comes to my website should be converting at 20%. Well, that's that's a joke. The average e-commerce conversion rate is somewhere between two and 3%, right? 2.63. But you're only addressing two, maybe 5% of the market at any given time, yeah. right? And I, I, I love the example of like the palm tree thing, right? Because I think of my mom. My mom loves gardening. She loves being outside. And there are probably 20 nurseries within 20 miles of her house, right? Just because of where they live in Pennsylvania. She almost always goes to one. Why? Because when she had a random question one time 10 years ago about the reason that a specific kind of tree was dying that she didn't buy at that nursery, they came out to the house for free and helped her with it, right? She's paying more, I guarantee you, than she needs to for a lot of the plants that she gets. She even buys, like, I think they do like 10 yards of mulch or 20 yards of mulch every year. She buys her mulch there, even though it's cheaper to get it literally anywhere else because they helped her one time with a random thing. And if we're only addressing our content to that 2% of the market, that's like, I'm buying a palm tree today. How much should a palm tree cost, right? 
we're missing out on the caring for palm trees. We're missing out on all of the the, the ninety eight percent of things that people think about before they get to that stage because we're used to the instant gratification of I'm going to buy something, I'm going to Amazon, and therefore that's the type of content I should be creating. Well, I don't know about you, Scott, but I know that I before I buy something, I think about it, especially if it's a a hundred dollar plus purchase, right? If it's if I'm buying Trident gum, the only consideration that I have is what flavor am I buying? Right. But if it's if I'm buying a TV, I'm thinking about a hundred different things. What's the difference between OLED, uh, LCD, right? Plasma, that's not really a thing anymore, right? All of these things. What are all these differences? Before I can get to the place where I'm in that two percent, I have run probably 10 to 15 Google searches. And I visited a bunch of review sites and I've I've looked at all of these different things and I've talked to different salespeople to get their opinions. That's what we're doing with magnetic content. We want to address 100% of the market so that we get the benefit at the end of the day of those 2% of people who are ready to buy. What we're doing is we're creating that relationship. And when we build our own platform and we create truly magnetic content, we get that long-term benefit of my mom getting a weird question answered by the nursery 10 years ago, right? She's then going to go back to them every time she has a question. And that's exactly what we're doing right? That's the point of magnetic content. And I think if you guys get that, if that makes sense, type yes in the comments below, because if you don't get that, we'll have a rant about that again, a different day. But I think that's something everybody needs to understand. We can't just be in the moment. We have to think about the entire customer journey. And if we can create magnetic content along the way, we're going to attract more and more people at different points in the journey so that when they're ready to buy, they buy from us. Mm -hmm. And that's the point at the end of the day. Yeah. And the other thing is too, is like when you, when we're going to get into monetization methods, but when you have multiple ways for them to be monetized, they don't even have to buy your product and you can still make money. Right. So that's what we're going to jump into here. And again, we could probably do a whole live stream on magnetic content, which we probably will. We'll probably do more on, you know, your niche and, you know, narrowing it and all that stuff. Cause those are some pretty big, important pieces. That's why we're calling these our three pillars because these are the things that you really focus on. Uh, okay. So Let's just, let's just jump into the monetization methods. Um, you know, we've got a little bit more time here and I do want to leave a little bit of time for some Q and a, but the monetization methods is very, very simple. Okay. We've already kind of covered these, but we need to know that we can turn traffic into dollars or why are we doing it? Yes. We want to create a nice piece of content on the website. So people look at it and go, this was great. That is cool. Right? We love that. But the same breath, you're doing it because you want to drive awareness to your business, your products or the website that you can monetize because that's why you're doing the work, all right? And when you are able to start thinking about it that way, traffic, monetization, like that's really the two main things here, right? We can have the monetization here, but if we don't have traffic, we can't monetize it, right? If we don't have the monetization, we can't take the traffic and turn it into money. So we have to have those two pieces. So monetization methods, your products, right? If you are a, I know a lot of people that are just making their own products, right? Okay. So just develop new products for that audience. When you have that audience, that traffic, you can sell more, right? You can ask them, which ones do you like better? Like you're building your email list, any of that stuff. So that's the cool thing about that. All right. So you have your own physical products, you have digital products. And if you are an e-commerce business and you are not thinking along the lines of a digital product, you probably should. But again, I would start with building my platform. You have to start with the, the, we call it home base, right? We have to have that piece because everything comes off of that. I would not start developing a digital product or an email list until I have that first step done. That's like the first thing that we do with our students and our clients is like, we got to build the platform. 
before we do anything else, all right, before we add any other additional channels, we got to have that base, right? So we can do digital products. We can sell stuff print on demand. We can do Etsy, right? We can do print on demand with Etsy. We can do our own handmade stuff if we want to, right? We can turn that traffic into money by monetizing it through uh, ad networks like Ezoic, Mediavine, AdThrive. Um, if you haven't heard of those, those are the top really uh, ones out there that are uh, that are paying really good money uh, for the uh, the impressions to get in advertisers in front of your traffic. And think about that for a second here. I always kind of talk about like rental property. Like that's a lot like rental property. Just think about this. You have a website. It gets traffic. They want to get in front of that. You say, yeah, you can get it in front of there. Just pay me so much per person and uh, and you can do that. Like that, that's all it is. And at the end of the month, guess what? They deposit a check in your account. It's literally, and I'm not even making this up. Like that's as, it's as easy as it is. Uh, I have uh, an Airbnb and that's pretty much the same as that because I have someone that manages it. But when you have long-term rental, there's the, oh, the thing broke. I got to go get it, this, that. And the other thing, this is literally just get, getting that, that deposit in, you know, directly in your account. So monetization methods, we're not going to go into much more here because it's pretty self-explanatory is affiliate products. Like if you're just looking at Amazon associate stuff, man, just start looking out into outside, uh, you know, affiliate programs, just do a Google search for your niche and then just type in affiliate at the end of it. And you'll probably get some affiliate programs. Just go ahead and look at that way. ClickBank is another one good for digital products, things like that. Um, share a sale is another one. There's a bunch of them out there, right? And they're paying more than 3% or 1%. And pretty soon Amazon will probably stop that program. You won't even have that. So um, I would look outside of Amazon for uh, you know making affiliate stuff. So that's your monetization method. So again, the three pillars, very, very simple, but very, very important. Number one is you need to have very, very uh, clear direction of who and very, very specific of who is your niche. Who are you going after, right? And then it becomes easy to create your magnetic content. Very, very easy. And then to turn that into traffic and then turn it into monetization, we have to then, you know, put stuff in front of the, those people. And that's where the offers come in or the traffic turned into an ad network or getting in front of ad networks. That's how you turn that into that. So guys, if you found that little chunk, those three pillars, if that's something you feel like, yes, that makes sense, type in yes in the comments. I want to hear that. All right. I want to see it. Again, if we were here in the live room, I'd be like, does, it, does that make sense, guys? If it does, say yes, right? So I, I want to hear it, all right? So that is what I wanted to share with you here today. Chris wanted to share with you guys today. Um, I will say this right now. Most people, most people, and it's no one's fault, they're busy. You have an e-commerce business. If you don't have an e-commerce business, but you're trying to build your business, there's so much that you got to do. There's the overwhelm of like, I got to do this. I got to do that. Should I be doing this? I don't know. Should I be doing that? Oh, Squirrel, I'm going to look over here, right? We get the, you know, the entrepreneur ADD, right? Like, so it's very, very common. That's why we decided recently to roll out what we're calling our done with you, right? Now it's not for everyone. I'll be hundred percent honest and I'm not selling you here because we would have to look at what you currently have right now and decide, is it even a good fit? We do have this where we help you implement it. We're not doing it for you but we do help you implement it. I'm not going to go through all of the details, but if you're interested in working with us and getting help on building your own platform, right? No matter where you are in the stage, go ahead and drop help in the comments. Just type help. And then what we can do is reach out to you, let you know what that looks like. 
All right. We can literally take a look at your, take us 10 or 15 minutes and we can look and see exactly what you have. Maybe the niche that you're thinking about if you haven't started yet, or if you are already up and running, but you just need help, right? You need help, that guidance, the accountability, those pieces. That's why we created this. And that's who we're looking to serve moving forward. It's what we're calling our done with you uh, program. So if you're interested in that, we would love to work with you. Uh, we're really looking to work with some e-commerce sellers as well. Um, and this is something that we're probably going to limit to uh, not that many at first, because we are going to be learning this ourselves as far as working and dealing with uh, more of some one-on-one -on -one calls, some strategy sessions that's built into this program and, uh, and really a lot more handholding. So if that does sound like something you'd be interested in, just type help in the comments and then uh, myself or Chris will reach out to you and we can set up a call if we, uh, if we feel like uh, it's a good fit. All right. So Chris, um, anything you wanted to add before we jump into some quick Q&A, we should maybe like five, five to 10 minutes tops on some Q&A. I want to, I want to run through these three pillars really fast. The first thing you have to do, and this is, this is the thing I think Scott, the mistake that the most people have, right. That are at least that are coming from the e-commerce world is you have to know who you're serving. You have to have that niche. And once you have that, the creation of that magnetic content becomes really easy. You and I have gotten this to a point where once we've identified a niche, as long as it you know is a real niche that is a sustainable niche, right? We're not talking about uh, ADHD loving fidget spinner help here. We're talking about like fast fishing, your nurseries, or health, fitness, whatever, right? Creating that content becomes easy, and if you can do those two things, number three kind of takes care of itself, right? And that's that's something um, you touched on just a little bit, but it doesn't matter what you do after that. What makes a platform a platform? And I think Salama had asked, should we still be using other platforms? Like Amazon, Etsy, and Shopify said, hang on a second. Shopify isn't a platform. Shop Shopify is a software. What makes a platform a platform is the traffic. Once they have, once a platform has the traffic, then they monetize it, right? So right. Facebook is a platform. They get traffic from all kinds of places. How do they monetize it? They put a bunch of ads in front of you, right? Etsy is a platform. How do they monetize their traffic? E-commerce sales, right? Amazon uses e-commerce sales. Twitter is just like Facebook, right? Pinterest is a platform uh, from their side of things. For us, we use them as a traffic channel, but they are a platform. How do they monetize? They monetize through ads. So once you have that traffic, you can sell products. You can put ads in front of them. You can take care of that step number three, however you want to do it. But the key is to have that platform, which involves you creating magnetic content that serves a specific niche and purpose. And if you can do those two things, if you can find your niche and you can create your magnetic content, then the monetization side of this can be whatever you want it to be. And I know that sounds super open because it is, right? You can have any or all of the above as ways of doing it. Now I would suggest adding them one at a time, right? Don't just throw everything at the wall because you wouldn't want to do that in any other area of your business. But if you can do those two things, if you can identify your niche and create your magnetic content, the monetization will come alongside of yeah, no, it's perfect, man. So this was awesome. Guys, this is your Wednesday live stream. We are going to be doing these, uh, at least right now, we're going to be doing these on Wednesdays at, uh, let's see, 12 o'clock Eastern time. And uh, we will be digging more into this here, which is building out your own platform. We're just going to be drilling into these different areas. Um, if you guys have any questions that you want us to address or you want us to dig deeper into, you can always drop that in the comments as well. We're always wanting to hear from you, see where you're at, and uh, and this helps us better serve you. But once again, I will recap, if you 
uh, are interested in having us help you and really work alongside you, uh, we, uh, we have a program now and it is a done with you. So we're going to be able to help you more hands-on. Um, you're going to do the work, but we're going to be there um, to give you more guidance and also be able to look more over your business as you're building it out so we can help you build and grow your own platform. So, uh, so that's it, Chris. This was awesome, man. So guys, have an awesome, amazing day. If you do want that help or if you want to set up one of those calls, go ahead and just put help in there. We'll reach out to you. Nothing to buy on the call. I mean, it's literally just us going to jump on. We're going to just look and see what you got. And if it's something we feel like we could help you with, we could kind of go through that. But it's really just for us to get an understanding uh, as far as where you are and if it's a good fit. Once again, uh, it's kind of like we'll do a little quick audit on where you're at and what you got going on and see if there's something we can help you with. All right. I think I think that's an important point to hit, Scott. It's not just we're going to tell you that this is the solution, right? We're not going to just get on that call and say, yeah, definitely do the, the done with us. Or, no, like if that's a fit for you, that's a possibility, right? If not, like if you have a fidget spinner and you have no idea what your market is, that may be how we use that, that 15 minutes, right? If you have your niche identified, but you've not created a single piece of content yet, you might not be the right fit for that, but we're not just going to hang up on you, right? The whole point of that call is that call is there to help you. We're here to try to figure out where you are in that in those three pillars, right? If you have your niche and you have your magnetic content, then maybe we figure out a way to help you monetize. If you have your niche, but you don't have content, then we're going to point you in that right direction. These calls, if you guys are asking us for help in the comments below, these calls are not designed to sell you anything. They're designed to figure out where you are and point you in the right direction. Does that make sense? Yeah, totally. I mean, we, we want to work with you. We want to work with people that are committed, but also that need this help because we want to, uh, we want to help and we want to be able to work alongside, um, and, and make these, uh, these platforms uh, grow. Um, but again, these calls, they're there to really get on with you to see what you got going on. And if, if it's something that we could help you with right there on the spot and say, listen, I wouldn't do this. I would do this, or I would start focusing more on this or that niche, I, I don't know. I, I'd go to the drawing board and maybe start thinking about these three ideas. It might be something as simple as that. And then maybe you'll come back in a month or two and you'll want to, you know, have us work alongside you. So yeah, if you guys are interested, just type help in there and we can go ahead and we can set up a call. All right. So guys have an awesome, amazing day. Take care, take action, and we'll see you soon. Take care guys. All right. Well, I hope that you enjoyed that Friday jam session. And like I said, in the beginning, if you want to attend one of our live Friday jam sessions, all you need to do is head on over to takeactioncrew.com. That is where we show up every Friday, 10 a.m. Eastern time, and you can join us. You can ask a question, and then uh, I can answer it, and we can go ahead and also publish it here on the podcast. So once again, I just want to say thank you so much for listening. This is always one of the highlights of my week, and until next time, remember, I'm here for you, I believe in you, and I am rooting for you. But you have to, you have to, come on, say it with me, say it loud, say it proud, take action. Have an awesome, amazing day, and I'll see you right back here on the next episode. Now go rock your brand. Oh, and one last thing. If you can do me one small favor and leave me a review over on iTunes or wherever you're listening to this podcast, and just let me know what is one thing that the podcast has helped you with since listening, whether you just started listening or if you're a longtime listener, like this one right here from Leanne. She says, content is invaluable, five stars. 
host forever keeps my attention. The content is always extremely helpful. He's given me more of an education in the last year and a half that I've been listening than I would have gotten with a degree in entrepreneurship if that's even a thing. Tons of incredible, useful information, tips, and motivation. My favorite things are, one, he is not boring. He's engaging and motivating in a personal and professional way. Two, he doesn't dribble on about off topics. And three, the titles are on point. When I'm struggling with particular issues, I know that I can go to the podcast, search through the podcast, and find what I'm after. This is great because I certainly don't have time to go through a million episodes of different podcasts just hoping that I'll run across the topic I'm needing at that time. So I appreciate these so much. Your review will help inspire and motivate other people, and it will also allow us to reach more people inside of these platforms. So if you would do that, that would be amazing. And as always, remember, I'm rooting for you.